Okay, so I, I've been talking with Nick. I've been talking with you for a little bit about how I want to be getting uh, people to recommend us movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I've been trying to reach out to some people about uh, like, you know, maybe some famous people like, hey, you don't have to come on the podcast, but we want to get a recommendation for days when we're not doing new releases. Yeah. Um, I have one statement that I found from uh, Andrew Tate. This was back in March. It's not connected to Wham, but it is a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What is it? Okay. Ratatouille. Funny mouse. But so much to think about. <laughs> Hustlers much watch. Hustlers must watch. You know, that's that's true, man. Remy, he if was he says like, so. He was on his grind, dude. He faced his bag and he got that shit. So mad respect. Mad respect uh, to Remy. Anyone can cook. I mean he he was really spitting. He was cooking. He was. He was. Uh <laughs> Welcome to Wham! Episode fifteen. Episode fifteen. Uh, this double week digits. We watched Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Um, it's triple digits. You fuck. Uh, it was. <laughs> it, it was. It was solid. It was. It was. Yeah. It was good. There was no hunting. A little less than expected. There was um, a lot of will. A lot um, of will. Yeah. This was your first time watching it, wasn't it? Yeah, I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. It's been on my list for a mm. long, long time, but it's just never. It never happened until today. Yeah. And this is, I guess this is sort of fitting for us. Uh, we've been big fans of Robin Williams for like the longest time, ever since Happy Feet. Oh, yeah. And weirdly enough, I think we've, this is like our third, possibly fourth. Yeah, it is our fourth. This is our fourth Matt Damon movie. I just want to say, um, when I said, oh, yeah, I was I was thinking of um, Patrick Warburton. Uh, yeah, and last night I had a dream that I was doing that voice at like a dinner, and then he like turned around at a different table and like looked at hey, me like, that. "What the fuck?" Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> um, I just maybe you remember that. Sorry, I <laughs> that's such a <laughs> like. That's he like was, he was like, like dude, like he was disappointed. In that's me. like a curb your enthusiasm bit. I'm saying, so, dude, that's what Larry David like. somewhere really like just weird. going, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm Patrick like, Warburton. Come on. Hey, Peter. And then Patrick just turns around and he's like, Not Every, cool. everywhere I go. <laughs> you don't know how it is. Like, script, y'all. That'd be so good. That'd be such a good bit. Anyway, what you, you were just... saying. Yeah, another Matt, another Maddie, Maddie movie. Yeah, we, we've got Oppenheimer. We've got The Martian. And we had Ocean's Eleven. So this will be our fourth. Mm-hmm. This would be good. Oh, he was. Dude, that is a. Maybe we're a little obsessed. <laughs> He's so good. He's so silly. He, and this is like his his first breakout role. Yeah, and this he's is like his first big boy. And he's such a like he's such a little guy in here. He's so he, hot in this he, one. He all right. Well, <laughs> I was tell gonna, me I'm wrong. I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say he is a, a a young lad. Yeah, he's a young lad. All right. You didn't have to say anything about sucking his penis. That was all. Whoa. You. But Whoa. whatever, man. Um, you said that would no, be confidential. I really don't. <laughs> Too late. Um, so I really don't remember this movie very well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I remember it well, obviously, but I don't have. Um, <laughs> I don't have any notes. <laughs> no, so, it's okay. um, so start us through. Where do we start? So first of all, we start what has to be the worst intro of all time for um two specific reasons. 
Mm. One, a lot of opening, sorry, three reasons. One, a very long opening title sequence with a lot of different companies that work on this. You see this a lot with uh, low budget films. They sort of have to work with, with like as many studios as they can to get this made. This yeah. was made on a $10 million budget, which yep. explains that. Uh, second of all, in the credits, you might have seen a familiar name pop across the screen. Um, first name, Harvey. Second name, Weinstein. Uh, I was going to say Dent. <laughs> Harvey Dent has. <laughs> yeah, I thought he produced it. Damn. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein was did it. He yeah, him and him and Bob helped produced it. Thanks, Harvey. Third so, of all, yeah, th- like this happens a few other times throughout the film, but it just shows Matt Damon like writing something on paper in his room with a kaleidoscope effect over it. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was stupid, especially since it went on for like five minutes while the while the opening text went off. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't want to look at this. He's just writing. Yeah, uh, but once Imagine we get that, all right, right, all right, all right keep, all right, yeah, do good. That's good. Keep doing, keep going. And they just that was it. Look, focus. You're confused. Okay, good. The paper broke. Okay, you need a new pencil. <laughs> Most of what we're getting into is just showing off the relationship that. Uh, will hunting has with his surroundings uh we see two things that are important one he hangs out with his friends specifically he hangs out with ben affleck no idea what his name is and they're all from southie um which Mm -hmm. is uh, a part of massachusetts i don't know which part it's somewhere near boston they live in boston yeah they live in boston um, Except one of the whoever the fucking I don't remember his name whatever this motherfucker looked like a squirrel I don't know how to explain it to you that might have dude I think that's Casey Affleck maybe it was there was annoying some annoying guy <laughs> the dude that was complaining about the double cheeseburger yes that, yeah, I think that's him. Casey Affleck yeah fuck him <laughs> god damn he's, it he's, I, he's cool I, now strangle him that whole movie <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Right. It's like a little rat. <laughs> and then um, the second area we see in this beginning is that he has a job as a janitor at uh, MIT. And explicitly, we're sort of shown this not only through his point of view, but from a professor's point of view in a mathematics class. Um, we're introduced to, I don't know, the guy that um, plays the professor, but I do know that he plays um, the Grand Emperor. In No, he doesn't play the Grand Emperor. He plays... Uh, someone some villain from dune oh the grand wizard hmm. <laughs> not the grand wizard oh not the i grand have wizard. not seen dune <laughs> yeah i know you have it just get ready to see the professor from this movie bald oiled up really fat and floating around everywhere ew <laughs> yeah it doesn't look good I don't want to see that. I <laughs> do. want to watch Dune anyway. <laughs> well, I've tried to start it so many times. It <laughs> well, just we, hasn't worked. We'll we'll hold off Dune until maybe part two gets closer. <laughs> or we could just not watch it. I'm okay with either. No, we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then... um. Well, I think one of my funniest lines during this part is when the class is dismissing and he's established, oh, there's like a hard equation on the wall. Whoever solves it um, uh, gets a prize. The professor specifically says, if anybody has questions, my TA can answer it. And I'm always like, man, TAs have it like hard. Yeah, they got to be like doing the whole teaching thing when the class is over. That sucks. I mean, they're really just doing 
everything but the lectures most of the time, it seems. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All the little things. So when we get established that there's the uh, the hard question at MIT, immediately we see uh, Will Hunting doing like a night um, a night rinse of uh, the uh, the hallway. And he sees the equation and he's like, "Well, this is just stupid easy." And then he just like, does it. Four. Oh, I think it was three actually. <laughs> yeah, he writes three, and then everybody yeah. just gets around it. My favorite part is they go to like some MIT event where the professor is uh, and they have the kids like come up to him and says, who solved the question? And he's like, what? Nobody told me it was solved as if it's like, like that's the end all be all to like yeah. MIT. If you get the question, like everyone just has to worship you. Please. My favorite part Please of that scene. Our lives. We're eternally grateful. <laughs> who is our new King? That's just, seriously, that's what it feels like. They have to crown him. I just thought it was really funny that during this like whole event in the background, you could see like the choir of MIT. Mm-hmm. You got into MIT. You don't have to do that like dumb stuff you only did to get good grades. Like quit, quit choir. No, no, they enjoy it. What? It's yeah. They some really. People, some people like the singing. Without like any warning, we 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 see him and his gang, Will Hunting and his gang, just sort of hanging out. And do you remember what their first hangout is after he solves the first equation? Um, no. It, two things happen. Oh, the Harvard bar. No, no, Harvard bar is a little bit later. Oh, where? Okay, so first we see them just day drinking at a little league game and yelling at the kids to like do better. Oh, which yeah. is. <laughs> awesome awesome thing to do yeah and then they start driving because you know that's the order of events yeah well drinking and driving really isn't the problem it's the it's the drunk it's the crashers. crashers yeah it's the crashers that gives us a bad name. previously anyway <laughs> <laughs> just you know we're all letting you all know again yeah we're consistent but um, yeah so they're fucking yelling at the little league kids and then what else did they do? and then they start um, driving and they just see this dude on the side of the road um, they see this dude on the side of the road and Will Hunting goes, oh, that guy used to bully me. So we all have to get out of the car and beat him up. And the rat kid that you hate goes, I don't mm-hmm. really want to do it. And Ben Affleck goes, if you don't do it, I'm just going to like fucking break your head in. So, <laughs> so they all get out of the car. Matt mm-hmm. Damon comes up to this guy and he's like, hey, you remember me, Will Hunting? I was in your elementary school. Immediate punch to the face. Like, yeah. And then As they all like just turning around like a horn. Just it's so funny. It's and some like really bad slow motion shots. And some really bad POV shots of like Ugh. of like the camera on the ground and uh, yeah. the characters like just shooting down like bah, bah, yeah, bah. going to punch it. And the little rat boy is has a really bad one. And it's just all <laughs> the only ones that's good is Matt Damon. The rest is like poop ass. Yeah, that whole sequence I was kind of puking. And then we have Matt Damon. Uh, he gets arrested. He gets put through the system. Uh, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah, that, that did happen. Yeah, he gets arrested. He gets taken to court. Um, the judge goes over his little rap sheet and he's yeah. like, my brother in Christ, what the fuck have you done? It's, and he's it's, like, you've done like 40 things and you just keep talking your way out of it. Uh, like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, no, you hit a cop. Suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we forgot to mention this guy's smart. Yeah, he's smart. He's, he's smart. smart. He just keeps quoting like laws from the eighteen hundreds to get out. Um mm-hmm. and then 
his rap sheet happens a little bit later because he's given a court date and that's when he appeared. In between mm-hmm. that, we have um we have three things happen. One, the professor goes and says, Okay, nobody's manning up to like solving this equation, so I'm just gonna do it again. Yeah. What I think is really funny is a room of like 300 students comes up and not a single person lies. Not a single person well, goes, I did it. I assume they'd be like, all right, prove to the class. And they'd be like, yeah, talk Shit. us through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, Ooh, well, you, uh, you, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, it, um, it took me in the moment. I don't think I could re-replicate it, but I did do yeah, it once. You know what? I think it was PCP actually. That's what it was helping me do. <laughs> a gallon I, of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a gallon of pure PCP. PCP. I don't know if that's uh, how that works, but get uh, it before me. It's a, it's a, God, it's a reference to a TV show. You'd love it. What show? Uh, Whitest Kids You Know. Oh, I have no idea what show that is. It, it nobody watched it at the time. It got popular on YouTube afterwards. Oh, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> and then, um, second of all, we we see Matt Damon uh, and his crew go to uh, a Harvard bar and start talking with some girls. And Ben Affleck tries to like hit on a Harvard girl, uh, tries to act smart, and this asshole. And you can, t- <laughs> yeah, he actually hit the girl. <laughs> Yeah, beats her senseless. And this is Boston. You have to act like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really the only choice they have. It's the only avenue they go down. And Ben Affleck knows that here in this role. He and does he it really it well, right. and he just performs it just flawlessly in this scene here. The only problem is there's some douchebag with a greasy haircut and can't even give himself a good ponytail, walks in and tries to do some bullshit. And he's like, um, actually, that's a, uh, that's a survey class. Um, fecal matter actually has a lot of protein in it. So if you refry and constitute that into your diet, you're really saving the earth slowly. And Ben Affleck's like, dude, what? And he starts like making him look like an idiot in front of the girl. Yeah, um, that's what Matt Damon ben, does. Yeah. Not well, Benny. Well, well, no. The other guy, the other, the blonde, other blonde boy walks in and he's like, oh, actually, you're an idiot. And then our our man runs into the rescue, and he's like, "Um, actually, no, but you're the idiot." And he's like, <laughs> "And then he so like fucking makes him eat dick, and then he's like, yeah. well, whatever. I don't even want to. I don't. I don't care. I'm going to be riding on ski trips, asshole, yeah. <laughs> idiot." <laughs> we have. <laughs> anyway, you can explain that better. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. Uh. I don't know. Uh. Matt Damon just like schools this dumb fucking Harvard kid. And then Harvard kid leaves after Matt Damon says, if we have a problem, I can beat you up. Yeah. And uh, the whole, like the, the whole point of the scene is to show you how incredibly like smart my... and like quick um, our boy is. Mm-hmm. Um, like he recites and then like quotes all the books and textbooks that uh, this Harvard guy is reading and that he's going to be reading. Uh, he totally calls him on like everything he's doing by just reciting the books that he's reading in class to random mm-hmm. girls at a bar. Um, I do. And that. He, yeah, you're a b- big drinker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- so that's the whole point of the scene, and it works. And then by the end of it, it just um, our boy gets the whatever gr- the girl's number, mm-hmm. and as they're walking back home with the boys. Um, they see whatever. Him at a Dunkin'. 
yeah, they see Greasy Harbor Boy at a Dunkin' talking to somebody, and you guys like, hey, do you like apples? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And he slams the napkin with the girl's number, and he's like, well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? And then he's like, uh, was that and how then, that started? How you like them apples? Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing. But I'm mm-hmm. sure it made it a little bit more popular. Okay, where the where the hell does that come from? How you like them apple? I don't know. <laughs> Some grandma. <laughs> that's when fair. Someone got hit with apples, and they're like, "How you like them? Like apples. them apples?" They're like, "Hey, I should coin that." <laughs> and then the Earth was born. And then the Earth was born. Okay, yeah. so after so is arrested, he's in jail. We we have him in jail. Um, and what around this time? Well, he calls Gurley. He calls Girl the second he's in jail, and he's like, "Hey, are you pre-law or do mm-hmm. you have bail money?" <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, and then and I guess she does. Oh no, no, or, she doesn't. He he gets yeah. out because the professor from earlier finds out that he has answered the second question. There's this scene in which um he like he sees him solving it, and he's like, "Hey, you're a janitor. You're not allowed to do that." And then Matt Damon runs away and says, "Fuck off." Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. The professor chases down like custodial services to find the kid. And right as he finds the kid, he like finds out where he is. He's in jail. So the professor goes, look, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get you out of here because you'd be serving like a good couple of years in prison. Yeah. But you have to do two things. One, you have to study with me. Two, you get therapy. <laughs> and I like how that's like impossible. That's the line. Yeah, that's he's the like, line. No, I'll no. do the math. I'm not going to some stupid shrink. It just immediately shuts it down. <laughs> and the first, I mean, the first few that with them after this, like he just he was like, all right, it'd be better than jail time though. And he's yeah. like, ah, all right. Um, and we have this little montage of uh, you know other therapists that we're going through, and I love the first guy, um, mm-hmm. where like, so. I, the the shtick that our character not our character what's his what's his name in the movie I forget Will can you yeah. get rid of good <laughs> get rid of good man <laughs> I keep forgetting if Will Hunting was um it's his Robin name. Williams or was the other one no um, uh, but yeah his name is Sean I think yeah um so our boy Will is like figuring out who the therapist is doing his own research, reading like their books or whatever. Cause they always have a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like just completely playing with them and fucking with them. Um, yeah. just to the point where they quit, um, you know, just the same thing that like in like the early two thousands of like little kids being mean to their babysitter and they're like, <laughs> Oh, we have to get the extreme babysitter. And Robin Williams <laughs> is our extreme babysitter in yeah, this movie. Basically. Um, yeah, he's the big guns. And the very first uh little therapy like session that they have, um our Will tries to kind of do his thing. He starts talking to him about it. Uh he starts like picking him apart, see some painting, starts yeah, he like pisses on his Robin Williams. Um starts insulting. He's like he says what you oh, you married the wrong woman. And then starts insulting his wife, and then Rob Williams like puts his glasses down quietly and like chokes Will and slams him <laughs> up against the wall. And he's like, "Shut the fuck up! Do not disrespect my wife ever again, or I will kill you. I will fucking murder you." 
and he's like oh okay yes sir time's up um yeah time's up um and then they keep going and he comes back next week i think yeah (laughs) i was so surprised when that shit happened i was like oh yeah that is your first time seeing it it's it's, no idea it's a great part of the movie but i think my Mm -hmm. favorite part is he explicitly says don't ever talk about my wife like that again. Every time we see them together, it's him talking about his wife like that again. Yeah. In the, in the, I think it's not the next session, but the session after that, he's like, she farted in her sleep. <laughs> she farted. You know, that's Jerry. what I remember. She Jerry. farted in her sleep. It woke the dog up. It woke her up. To tell her. It was... It's so fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> but so that's the, that's our first session. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, immediately Robin Williams putting showing his dominance over Will, but also kind of putting him in his place to like cut the shit out with that. Yeah. Um, and then our second session is in a more in a public park. And mm-hmm. Robin is like sitting down to me like, you know what? Last night I thought about what you said and it like kept me awake for half the night. And then Robin William proceeds to pick Will's life apart like he did to um, Robin's character previously. And it was really um, good. Yeah, and it's all really well thought out. It's very um, artistic and it very was like, intentional. Yeah, um, almost like it was scripted. No, uh, I just mean like I can tell Robin <laughs> Williams' character is like, I got to get back at this son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. He, he was <laughs> he was steaming writing that up. He, he had a typewriter and everything. That's the only reason he did the second meeting. And then when he yeah. like got the reaction from Will Hunting, he's like, okay, maybe he's a little bit yeah. nice. I guess I got to follow up with this now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so he totally puts Will in his place um, and picks him apart and kind of shows him where he's like, I got you figured the fuck out. And mm-hmm. so it gives Will that... Um, that idea of like, all right, maybe this guy is a little bit more to him. And um, I forget if Robin really opens up with anything in that session or if it's, if it's really just kind of calling Will on his shit. But I, either way, from this point on, um, they're going to still continue having these sessions every week. Yeah. There was the orphan and, line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was about it's, the orphan stuff. Yeah. He, he, um, he just asks, are you an orphan? And he says, yes. And Robin just responds with, do you think your life can be summarized by Oliver Twist? I thought that was good. That's a good little line. Yeah, he was like, do you think I know everything you've suffered and everything you've experienced just because I've read Oliver Twist? Um, And it all just works really well and Mm -hmm. makes the characters like it shows Will Hunting that he can open to Robin Williams. Robin Williams understands why he's kind of doing these things. Mm hmm. Uh, and then after this, we see, uh, I think, the first date with him and British girl. She's British, by the way. And she has an incredible chin. Yeah. Um, could, incredible jawline. Yeah. I she didn't, had a jawline. I didn't notice her jawline specifically. But, and why did you, Yeah, I know she's British. She, could you tell? Could I tell she's British? Could you tell she's British? <laughs> could you know? <laughs> The first date spot they go on is they go to a party city, which is awesome. Perfect. No. no. What? Don't go to a party city on a first date. Why? It's funny. It's silly. What if they want to buy the Among Us costume? Now you have to own that. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, there's always the idea that you she might want you to buy something for her. Um, but like, 
she's she's explicitly says throughout this that she was born with like a lot of money because her daddy died so i feel like i feel like at the end of the day if 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 she was like oh you're going to buy me this like fairy tale costume matt will just look over like fucking what no you are rich yeah (laughs) no i do construction work yeah what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) i was arrested yesterday (laughs) (laughs) i was fully incarcerated and i'm only out because a man said i have to do math problems you're buying me the tinkerbell costume okay who the fuck's trying to get this guy in a think tank like everyone's everyone's going insane about um how will hunting's like a genius and he's like crazy smart mm-hmm. um but I w- th- he says like there's a ton of job offers from everybody it's like why what do they know about this guy there's like word of mouth like he's really good at math no oh, he's, um, like, he's really good like i don't it's most likely our professor in this who has been sending out these job applications we learned that he's been uh helping trying to get will hunting a job he has the the Fields uh, Award. The Fields Award is basically the Nobel Prize in math. He is a professor at MIT, and if you can speak highly of um, if you speak highly of him and you talk about how he solved equations that haven't been solved, like that take years to solve in days, if he's writing that on the application to these places, uh, where I imagine he has connections, I'm sure there are uh, good opportunities for him to to like be found. He doesn't come across as a smart guy as much as a he knows a lot of things you know what i'm saying he's yeah he's um he the way he describes stuff good like he everything he says about the mit guy it's like what you just come in here and regurgitate everything you've read that's exactly what he does that he, he regurgitates everything he's read and rephrases it to other people it's not well I, we'd never see his real opinions on things. What he mm-hmm. was angry at, at the dude at the Harvard bar, was that like he's trying to pass other people's writing as his as his own. Specifically, he's trying to take people's like uh, historical opinions and make it his own grand statements. Um, but I feel like we show a lot of elements where he's um, having his own opinions. Like when we have mm-hmm. him go to the NSA job offer. Well, I'd say no. <laughs> I'm going to say because specifically near the end, I'll say like maybe the last 30, 40 minutes, Robin Williams calls him out for whenever he asked him a really simple question of like, just what do you want to do? He can't answer it. But anything else, he's got bullshit answers for like he'll tell him Shakespeare or, or like Hamlet or whatever, some shit he'll pull from some kind of text, some kind of author. But he's never experienced any kind of stuff, and so he can't even mm. like give those simple answers. That's fair. And that's what made me made me think that it was like in the rest of it. No, that's fair. Because I'm like, well, if they have to make a point like this, it's probably got to be valid. I just probably wasn't paying attention. I guess that is true. It's a little different than like the plagiarism that the other guy had, but at the same time, it's him being unable to like relate to things. So we literally <laughs> just like, well, you know, there's this book that talks about that, and like me thinking and saying that has to be the same thing right i've yeah, never been in love i think it's a point that they're that the movie's making hmm. that he's shitting on that guy but in essence he's also doing the same shit except he's just also the star of a movie and like pretty smart but he's doing the same thing he's, he's scared because deep down he's scared 
because deep down, because deep down he was hit a few times as a kid and stabbed apparently. And like his his he has this line with Robin Williams where he goes, "My father, he would show me, he would show me a belt and he'd show me a wrench and he'd say, pick which one to get hit with,' and I'd always choose the wrench. And Robin Williams looks at him like, "Are you stupid? Why would you do that?" And he's like, "I I yeah, I do it to piss him off." Because I would be the one in control. No, you're the one getting beat. No, you're still getting hit with the fucking. <laughs> you're getting wrench. hit with a wrench. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Like, isn't this belt, guy supposed to be smart? You can like, if it went long enough, a belt can break skin and leave like welts and stuff, mm-hmm. and it'll definitely bruise up. It'll sting, whatever. But uh, dude, a wrench. <laughs> Jesus, you're going to shatter some bones. Like, mm-hmm. that's going to hurt. At very least, you're going to fracture something. He had some bad x-rays. Yeah. Um. God, what a fucking idiot. Not <laughs> a genius there, man. <laughs> this kid's book smart. This kid is not street smart. They're like, all right, man, what is it? You're going to run or get shot? He'll be like, shoot me, and then he'll just fucking die. Like, <laughs> I'm actually allergic to belts. Yeah, I'm a, on you. And he the knew leather that. would actually break my skin into hives. <laughs> God, that is so stupid. I didn't even think about that. What a fucking idiot! And what happened right? Oh, um, I'm not sure what to necessarily talk about. We're not necessarily going on like. I don't think we necessarily need to talk about it in order. Yeah. Most of the movie is just like, um, a lot of the time we're going from therapy and then to the relationship with either Will and his friends or mm-hmm. Will and the girl that he's with. And so that's really all the movie is. The B plot is mostly with the girl. And then when something happens and the girl wants to go and move and Will kind of distance himself, then we go more with the friends again. But um, it is just therapy, B-plot, therapy, B-plot. Yeah. Um, the, one of the best therapy sessions. Uh, I guess we're just going to get stuck in therapy. I don't know. Yeah. It's happened to me all the time. <laughs> but you're broken. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the adjective you go with? <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I love the scene, and this is where we see traditional Robin Williams, where he's a little zany and he does his impressions. Uh, yeah. He starts talking about when he first met his wife and the baseball game he was supposed to go to, mm-hmm. and just seeing him go like "Whammo!" and just that's just best. That's the best he's ever done. Yeah, that was full energy, Robin. He was just having fun, yeah. and such a nice story. God, he says we we learn nothing about his wife except she's hot. She had cancer. And she farts. However, I think through just Robin Williams' performance, we understand and we like love the character that we never see, which is his wife. He's Man, he's incredible. Have been one hell of a lady for him to miss that game. I would have been pissed. I don't care who you are. <laughs> um, yeah, game game six of the World Series. That's the one that they won with, and that was like the only time Boston was ever good at baseball. And it's just pretty insane because people rush in the field. Oh, uh, would have been so fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We would never skip a baseball game. Never. Never. Mm-mm. We've skipped anyway, multiple baseball games. We skipped multiple baseball games. 
Yeah, in this movie, I really don't know what else we can talk about. Overall, what we're overcoming is kind of the fear of change in this mm-hmm. movie, I think. Fear um, of fear of change is probably the best way to put it. And also, what, abandonment issues? Yeah, for sure. Um, Will Hunting's an orphan, and so... Like a thing Robin Williams' character touches on is that whatever, the first thing that happened when he was a kid is the people that were supposed to protect him abandoned him, which is whatever, valid, mm-hmm. um, real truth, preach, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm putting my uh, hand up in solidarity. That's you what can't I'm saying. see it. Um, <laughs> I can feel it. It's okay. You can feel my fist? So Robin Williams is... <laughs> 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 oh, I press I press buttons. Okay, it's fine. Um, Rob Williams is pooping and farting, and I forgot. That's it. I forgot where I was. <laughs> we we see a lot about Robin, and it, by the end of this, he goes through his own little thing too. Because like, there's I don't know. Will Hi. is like pushing. Well, he pushes him the whole time. He's like, hey, so like life goes on even when your wife dies. Have you ever tried like dating again? And then Robin Williams goes, you're a horrible person for saying that. And by the end of the movie, he literally goes, by the way, I'm probably going to like travel the world and try to date again. (laughs) It's a small thing. I didn't catch that, but that's sick. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. The first place he goes looking for women is he goes China, India, and then um, Baltimore. What? what a... <laughs> it was China, India, then Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, man. Is that where I... the best women are? I don't know if it's – I think it's more of like when all else fails. When all else fails, we go you to know. China. Yeah. I was thinking saying Baltimore, but <laughs> Baltimore, <laughs> uh, whatever you want, man. When they um, go low, we go to China. They go low, we go low. <laughs> they go low, we go high, man. Jaime Reyes? No, Blue Biddle. <laughs> the Blue Biddle and his fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue, Blue Biddle and his fiddle. I'll tell you a riddle. <laughs> Dude, he's guarding a gate. <laughs> it's a large, like a large door. I, every time I watch this movie, I'm in love with it. Mostly because I think the characters in this are some of the best written. I uh, People say this movie is cheesy. It is. But I mm-hmm. I feel like this is realistic cheese. I really like how these lines are set. I think the characterization is really well done. It is cheesy. But uh, like you said, it's just completely realistic and it's grounded. Um, well, it's, it's grounded in everything besides will hunting just being a fucking super genius that taught mm-hmm. himself everything because that's pretty insane like what a nerd um <laughs> but b- besides that everything else is believable in this movie mm-hmm. there's not like um i mean there's a point where will hunting's talking about mozart and stuff um and beethoven and his his gift to like remember stuff like that with this girl yeah. Um, and he's saying like, you know, he can't look at a, uh, a piano and uh, just know how to play and stuff like that. But books and everything, it's just kind of it's easy for him to remember and kind of pull from it all. Um, and I guess that also means he has to have a motivation to be reading this stuff. Like it's not as if, oh, if you have a perfect memory, you could be Goodwill Hunting. No, because he's reading like advanced um, uh, what organic chemistry. Yeah, for funsies. <laughs> so that's not only just like, oh, I'm easy at remembering stuff. He also just has like a drive for information, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think the 
the explanation that we get for that for his drive is that um with his uh childhood and his like ability oh, yeah. to he didn't want to attach to anybody because he was scared they would leave and or like kind of betray him i guess like his family did mm-hmm. um and so he instead turned to reading and just you know being at the library and diving into all that um just all those really big topics instead of diving into relationships with people mm-hmm. and that's other that's another thing that robin helps him explore and eventually push past is that now he can um he he the our like explanation for it is going after a girl and so robin convinces him to go after that mit girl that he met no that was uh, a harvard girl harvard girl that we met um <laughs> that's going to california he's like all right i'm out he gets like a good job one he's happy about and then mm-hmm. he's just as like well actually what about that that what about that girl what about Pretty Woman? What about Ungo Bunga? Have you thought about that? And he's like, ooh, you're right? And then the credits for the movie is literally just him driving to California. And it mm-hmm. expands for like a good 10 minutes. Yep. It's really I, it, it was – I liked – I read the whole credits. Uh, I don't know why. Because um, it was pretty, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I just saw that uh, there's a little note saying, hey, thanks to the family of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. I'm like, that was that's sweet of them. That's nice. I mean, they wrote it and probably financed it. <laughs> this is fair. Ten million dollars to make two hundred and twenty-five point like ninety-eight or some shit million. <laughs> oh my god, man! Incredible, That's insane. Yeah. Um, combined, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon made about sixty thousand dollars. Six hundred thousand. Yeah, six hundred thousand, which in today's money is like one point twenty-eight billion. Or million, <laughs> million. Sorry. Um, you almost pulled a Doctor Evil there. Close, Da-da-da-da. yeah. <laughs> um, but Jesus, man, still incredible. A lot of money for um, their breakout. Yeah, and great launching point for their careers. Mm-hmm. Like for this to be your first movie, um, like your first big thing like that is pretty insane. And they um, wrote it. It was it. God, it's so good for them. They're the best. I don't know what Ben Affleck's really been in besides this, The Accountant, and Batman. What else did he do? I've known him forever. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been buddies with the guy for years, but mm. I couldn't tell you all the films he's been in. <laughs> I meet him every weekend and we do a book club, but I'm going to be honest. I don't yeah. know where he's from. Me and him go putting every once in a while. We don't Have like you... golf because it's too extreme, so we just go to a mini golf place. <laughs> but... Um, they like us there. We got we have frequent flyer cards. That's strange because me and uh, me and him we go to the extreme golf place. What? Yeah, you really? know extreme golf. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you wait? Like, do you with the you golf on like on the zip lines and everything? I mean, yeah, we did that the first time. We're we're doing the uh, we try to do the molten lava ones as much as we can, just you know, for a little bit of challenge. Dude, what he always he always tells me he hates being man. He doesn't hate it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, so overall this movie, uh, I think it does a really good way of conveying that message of you need to just kind of take those leaps of faith sometimes. And it's Mm -hmm. not always going to be exactly what you want. But at the end of the day, then you can't say that you didn't do that, um, you know, that thing, whatever it is that you're choosing to do. Yeah. Um, 
and it's a really it's not shoved down your throat the message is conveyed in a very natural way and a very human way and it's so general that i think almost anyone can take this message and apply it to almost anything in their life that it's where they're presented with like a fork in the road and they have to choose which way to go um and so because of that i can totally see how this movie was so critically acclaimed when it released Mm -hmm. um cinematography isn't i didn't think it was anything amazing yeah not really it was and at times it was really like just not good like in that one scene at the start with all the pov stuff (laughs) <laughs> um in the slow motion it's just yeah, i yeah. didn't really like that but that's really my only problem with this movie uh what about you uh one i think one of the only other problems i have with it is the score is kind of boring but it gets better as time goes on or i just relate with it more as time goes on this yeah. is danny elfman hmm. wow which is uh he's known for the original batman score from michael keaton's he's known for the spider-man score for uh sam raimi i mean i'm I'm very surprised. Yeah, it definitely didn't like it. It didn't pre- present itself in any major way. Overall, what would you rate this movie then? I'll give it a five. I love it. I always will love it. It's so good. Um, I mean, it's just, I'll, I'll, it's it's an inspiration for like first time filmmakers. It's like just a great experience to hear this like point of view, and I think there's so many great lessons to learn from it. I'm going to give this movie a 3.5. Yeah. Because I did really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm going to wake up and ever be like, oh, I really want to watch Goodwill yeah. Hunting today. I get that. Like, there it, there will be times where it's like, if it's on, I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie's good. Yeah. But I'm not going to not gonna hanker for it you know what i'm saying but that aside um it was a fantastic movie i really enjoyed it i'm glad hey wait by the way what it's not your fault (laughs) 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 i didn't understand that was so stupid oh that was i mean it was them it was him just like it it wasn't stupid it was nice but it was i was like wow You really broke. Yeah, so what do you got for news? Let uh, me know. What's going on, Nolan? Yeah. I now have a folder with all the little news things I have, and I just keep adding it. Overall, we're at we're at 55 newses. That's a lot of newses. An animated Stuart Little show is being made, and it's described as freaks and geeks, but with a mouse. Fuck. That's horrible. That's not cool. I don't... Who's making it? No idea. Absolutely no clue. Martin Luther King Jr. movies in the works? Give the worst guess you could. What's the worst director to do this? Sam Raimi. You know. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? I think it'd be really good. I'm just saying, man. You know what? I still think that'd be better than who it was. The person who set the direct it is Chris Rock. <laughs> what? How I know. Did you get that? I well, okay. Let's not act as if Martin Luther King Jr.'s intellectual property. Uh, apparently, like you know, anybody can make a movie about him. Yeah, I guess it's it really didn't cost a lot. But like, dude, why Chris Rock? Why you, Chris Rock? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't. Ew! That's After the all... Oscars, he knows a little bit about oppression and being silenced. I really wish he doubled down right after that. Like he said, <laughs> he something. just kept going. 
Um, yeah, he's like, he, he just sort of like, he just gets real close up to the mic and he goes, Caillou. What's next? Um, more. I don't even know how to react to this one. Okay. Kanye West. Hmm. So we already know it's a little out there. Yeah. Has filed 26 new trademarks. Oh. For the term use. Y-E-W-S. Y-E-W-S. Okay. So it's the Yeezy brand of Jews, it sounds like. What's going on here? I'm going to be so excited. Like, the, I can't I can't explain to you how fast I'd buy those. The Yimakas. I have it. That's what I'm saying. If my shoes could wear Yamakas, <laughs> that'd be tight. It's the Spiderwick Chronicles is having a reboot. <gasps> yeah, baby. More hog squeal. But. Dude, is Seth Rogen not coming back? We don't know about that yet. Seth Rogen, okay. you know, he's done a lot of voice acting work. He's still consistently doing that. It's not unheard of. If he doesn't come back, I'm going to be really sad. I'm going to be honest with you. But it was originally made for Disney+. Plus. It's now being dropped by Disney+, Plus and picked up by Roku. No! Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Come on. No, so, man. you know. I mean, the first one was made by Nickelodeon, so they were able to do magic with little. You know. But Roku... But Roku. Who's going to direct it, man? Mr. Roku? Come on. <sighs> Who's I, a Roku director? Last piece of news. Mm. Ocean's Eleven prequel is in the make. Fuck that. Starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Why? Why? It's supposed to be set in the 1960s, and it's like a, a, a love movie, a, a romance movie, that also is about a heist that's like happening during this grand prix race mm, is ryan gosling supposed to be ocean man no people uh, think this might be a story of ocean's parents but like no there's no like connection to daniel ocean yet so why it's an ocean's 11 thing and not just its own thing really weird that's all the news i oh, wait, wait 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 he just called me wait, wait wait i'm gonna get him on the spot so okay okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 EJ, welcome to Wham. What's your opinion on Goodwill Hunting out of five? Uh, I actually need to watch that. Um, huh? Do you have a gas can? What? Do you have a gas can? Uh, what for? Why? <laughs> what? I ran out of gas. Where are you? <laughs> I'm literally in front of a gas station. Yeah. Okay. I'll call you back. Okay. Alright. Bye. Bye. Well, is that is that the Wham? I think that's the Wham. <sighs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been Wham. You've been Whammed. You got to say it. I did it. <laughs> My turn. Okay. Bye. Okay, we'll see you guys.